Have you ever spent a huge amount of time, money, or resources trying to solve a problem only to realize that the solution was staring at you the whole time and it was actually the simplest one? A lot of times in business, we are faced with these, these, these problems that we, we turn into these overly complex issues. And I want to talk today about the path of least resistance, identifying that nine times out of ten, the simplest solution is the best one. Welcome to the podcast. You're here with Arena and Mitch. I can't wait to hear more about that. I know you ran a session with our clients on this and I heard so much good feedback about why was I stressing about X, Y and Z when I can just go and do this. And it's so simple and I knew the answer beforehand. This session actually came out of one of our hurdle clearing sessions. So we have hurdle clearing sessions uh, every morning, you know, every afternoon in our platform uh, for different levels. And we got a problem. One of the guys had this challenge, which was around staff. And he kept going through it and as he was explaining it, and I, I simply looked at him and said, does it matter? Like the issue that we're talking about right now that, is, that you have, has, has kept you awake all weekend. Mathematically, it's worth 300 bucks to the business. Does it fucking matter? And his response was, no, not really. I said, then great. If it doesn't matter, what are you going to do about it? The second that he realized in his mind that that problem was nowhere near as big as it was, he came up with a solution in three seconds. And it was the simplest possible solution. I'm just not going to do anything. Great. Let's move on. Perfect. And from that came a realization that in so many of our calls and so many of our sessions in my life, in your life, in, in so many different parts of life, we overcomplicate things. You know, on Monday night session, I gave the story of my son and his jiu-jitsu. And he's consistently been trying to solve a problem with one of the kids, a way that he'll submit that kid faster by by trying these really over-complex things. And so I just said to him, dude, why don't you do this? And he's like, huh. And then he did what it. was it, something really simple? So the simplest thing ever. Yeah. It was, it was use your strength, speed. Stop trying to burrow through, stop trying to like, like resist, just get in there and just simply step back, step around fast, and you'll be there in a second. And straight away, every day since, boom, boom, repeat, just happens perfectly <laughs> every time. And every time he stands up and he looks at me out the window and he goes, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and so I thought it was, like I said, we ran a session on Monday about this, but I just thought it would be something to, to talk about quickly because it's something that I'm quite passionate about, something that I've realised is a part of my own success and a part of, you know, the way that I move in business is I actually look for the simplest possible solution to things. Yep. As opposed to making things complex and shiny and bells and whistles. And I'll tell you what's a really good example, people starting businesses. Okay. People starting businesses and they come to me and they go, oh, I can't start yet. I don't have a logo. Just get one, mate. Or, or there is free AI-generating <laughs> logo design things now. Yeah. You can jump on Canva and in three minutes have watched a video to show you how to make a logo and within half an hour have built one. And then they're like, oh, yeah, but it's not good enough. I'm like, it is great enough. Just do it. You can always come back and change your logo a little bit down the track. I totally agree. There's so much stuff. Um, starting a business, like, you're going to put it off for six months because you can't decide on a name. I think you should just, when you 
What's, what's make decisions? So your uh, your your ER ER electrical. Done. You, you can you can. And do that's that. er electrical. <laughs> er electrical. <laughs> um, you can basically set yourself a deadline and say, okay, whatever I'm going to have, I'm going to give myself two days to come up with a logo, a name, um, and then, you know, that's it. By Sunday night, I'm going to have this, and then on Monday, I'm going to set up my business structure. You can have it within three days, and it's not that hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really not that hard to do. And I know these all sound so far like really simple little problems, but we I- all have these. I remember us coming up with our business name. I do. We sat there for, we, we literally sat there for an hour. Yeah. We sat there spitballing words. We literally said them and then we were like, yeah, that works. This one looks good. Yeah. This, yeah, this is this good. One good. Is it perfect? Well, I don't know, but it'll do for now. Yeah. We I can think sh- no, like you'll never get it perfect, but it's really, I, the more, the longer we've been going, I'm like, yeah, upscale is sick, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So I think you just have to just, Make a decision sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And so what we actually did on Monday, and this is yes. something that I think you can all do, and this is a great challenge. If anyone out there right now wants to improve their business, I want you to call it the path of least resistance challenge. And I want you to think of small, little challenges, the smallest. I want you to find the smallest. Don't look for the big problems. Look for the small problems that are currently in your business. And I want you to come up with the simplest solution to them you can. So... In Monday night, the example that I gave in the session was we were going to look at your current lead generation. What's a small problem that you've got there? I need more work. Cool. Uh, yep, and so the example that, that I gave as a, a solution... Nah, look, it's not. Yeah. Like, because if you look at it as a, a simplistic one, it's a simple problem to solve. And the example I gave on Monday night was from a conversation I'd had with a client on Monday. They were, and this is a perfect scenario to showcase the path of least resistance. They've been racking their brains around how to get more leads into their business. And we identified that currently in their business model, and we're talking about a big business here, they're doing six, 700K a month, so decent size. And we identified that at this point in time, they spend about $15,000 a month on ads. And I said to them, okay, you've currently got two salespeople, which means that to feed each salesperson with enough leads, you are spending $7,500 on ads. Correct? And they were like, yeah. I was like, and you want to put another salesperson on? Yeah. I was like, then why don't we just spend another $7,500 on ads? And they were like, well, I guess we could do that. And instantly. Like, of course, there are other variables that are going to come into play with that. But with the business their size, that was affordable. They have the cash flow to easily do that and still hit their margins. I'm like, why are we sitting here for an hour having a conversation about a solution for this? When if we just go with the simplest solution, which is do more of what is already working, we solve the problem. Done, great, go try it, then we can talk about it. Perfect, lead gen. Now let's go to sales. Right now, what is stopping you from increasing your current conversion metrics? I asked a simple question. Who knows their conversion metric? One person. One person in a call with our new clients was able to put their hand up. Right, beautiful. So, simple way to fix this. Simplest way is what we measure, we can improve. It almost instantly happens. I love that. Data. Data is king. Yeah, it's great. So, therefore, a simple solution. If right now your sales are not where you want them to be, start actually tracking what your conversion percentages are. I brought up our sheets and they were blown away. 
I was like, we know based off lead, qualified lead, quote delivered, pitched, what level we're pitching, how many phone calls we've had with that person. And I'm not asking you all to get to that level of complexity, but just simply tell me, what is your current conversion ratios? If you get a lead in, how likely are you to convert that? Simple. So look for sales, look for little issues right now in your current sales structure. I really like the fact that, okay, let's actually just start by measuring what we're doing right now because if you don't know, how are you going to improve it? What a simple thing. And you don't know where in the process you're losing them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Next one was team. Yep. And I just used a simple one. I use a simple example and I go into a couple of other ones. All right. Right now, oh, I don't know if I need another staff member. Can you grow the business with the current amount of staff you have? Yes or no? No, great, hire someone. Like seriously, <laughs> like if you can't do more work than you currently do, now yes, we can get into efficiencies and we can get into all these other things. But if right now you effectively earn the maximum amount or close to that you can earn with a billable resource and you can't get any more in there, then hire someone. If someone isn't working out and it's creating a toxic environment, what do you think you should do? What do you think? Let's get a single answer. What do you think you should do? Let them go. Let them go. Then let them go. Or, I mean, and find someone else. That's, that's it, yeah. Like, I know that we can go into the complex answer, which is where we go performance management, and we do this and we do that and we create all these systems and we, yeah, cool, we can do that. Or we can just let them go. I think you'll know when you're at that point anyway. Yes. Because letting them go will actually be the simplest answer where if they're like sort of okay, the simplest answer would be, let's just have a chat. Yeah. Rather than having the conversation about letting them go, you might just need to talk to them. And if you're looking for the path of least resistance, you'll be able to identify that quite quickly mm -hmm. of uh, if letting them go is that or if that's going to create other issues. Like if you're always going, is this actually going to be the easiest way? The answer is yes. Why not do it? Yep. I'm going to actually jump back. I fucking do this all the time and I'm sorry. But it came out about the sales. So we talked about measuring it firstly. Simple solution, measure it. Mm -hmm. Secondly was, all right, well, if I measure it, how could I increase my conversions? What's a simple thing I can do? The number one thing that people take into account when sales are being talked about is time until solution. So if you're wanting to increase the amount of quotes you're having accepted, then get your quotes out faster. Time until solution does not mean that you actually get the job done. It means that you provide a solution to the person so they feel like something is going to be done. So if you want to right now win more jobs, then start quoting faster. And so the simple challenge I gave to every single person on that call, and I asked them, I want you in the chat to tell me how many hours does it currently take you to get your quote out if someone asks for one? And there was, you know, there was 12 hours, there was 24, there was five days, there was six weeks. Yeah. And I said to them, I said, if you just half that number, I guarantee you'll convert more. It's so true, though. Remember like, last time you got a quote, the one that stands out is definitely the one that comes in soon, sooner, like first, because you're like, wow, they're really organised, they got onto it straight away, they really want to help me. Mm -hmm. And they were super quick turning around their quote, um, and it was very extensive. It looked professional. Um, I'm really happy with them. Maybe you're not the cheapest choice, but you definitely look like you have your shit together. Yeah. But you've also impressed them on another front. Yeah. Like people aren't always, we know price is third when it comes to things that are considered when, it, when looking at 
going with a job or not. So time until solution. So there's time until solution, presentation. Yep. Yep. And a great example of this is, and please understand, these things are changeable. So if I'm a high earner and I have two things put in front of me, one is, and let's, I'm just going to use fashion as a good example because it's a simple one to understand. Let's say fashion is important to me and I'm a high earner and I have a no-name bag sitting in front of me and I have the exact same bag with a Chanel or Louis Vuitton logo on it. If I'm a high earner, do I care that it is going to take six weeks to get the bag? No. Do I care that it is 100 times more expensive than that bag? No. But the fact that it is presented in such a way and the brand is what it is is what I care about. So understand, what I'm giving you when I say these are the three, this is based off the average client that our clients are going to go after. So we're talking about trade and service-based business owners here. All right. So yes, first one is going to be time. Second one is going to be presentation, how it's presented to you. And thirdly is going to be price. the price. Yeah. Yep. I totally get that. There's different priorities for everyone. And a lot of people that call up and want a problem fixed for them, it's, okay, if you get it done sooner, I'm willing to pay a little bit more as long as everything else fits as well. Where's the value coming from? Um, I really like that. Go to the next one, which in the call we discussed was administration. Okay. Yep, and that's around, like, and I called it operations, but I'm also throwing administration in and around that. Okay, and the way in which we looked at this one was, uh, okay, I keep missing lots and lots of calls for jobs and I'm not able to get back to them and give them a quote because I'm not able to have the time set aside to do the administrational work within the business, getting the quotes done over the phone and so on. And I said, okay, cool, so what are you, what's the actual problem? What are you missing? They said, well, we're just missing calls. I was like, okay, cool. So why don't you reach out to a company that can take those calls? Dream Admin, Office HQ. They charge you per call. Now they're being answered. Simple solution. If something's happening, look for the simplest possible way. If you can't answer a phone and you want to be able to have the phone answered, then get someone to answer the phone. I mean, even something as simple as, okay, I'm going to call back everyone in this time block that I'm putting yep. aside. If you don't want to pay someone else, you're going to have a half hour block at the end of the day or 45 minutes or an hour, whatever you think it's going to take, and you have that blocked out and you get back to everyone and you might do it every day at a certain time. You set up an automated text message. Yeah. That when a missed call happens, an automatic text message goes out. Yeah. We will. And see, I love this because now you're in the mindset of thinking for the simplest possible solution for the problem. Yep. We're not overcomplicating anything. Yep. Right, so if you've got an admin issue, whatever it is, look at it and go, okay, how could I solve this in the simplest possible way? I'd love my, ad, my admin team to be able to quote. Great, then give them a quote book. Build out your pre-builds, build out your bundles. Yep. Oh, but that'll take time. Then take the time to do it. Yep. Get it done. Get it done. Especially with those things that I, someone said to me recently, they're not motivated to do the admin. Mm -hmm. and they can't afford to, to actually put someone on right now. It'll come, but the team size just doesn't allow for it. I'm just like, okay, well, don't, you don't need mo to be motivated to do it. Mm. You just need to schedule in some time and make sure that it's part of your everyday life so it's not or your work week. So it's not too much. Like, yep. And if you can hand it off, as soon as you can, delegate it. Yep. Next one was efficiency. Okay. Simple one. I just went, who actually tracks efficiency? Uh, Two people. Not many people. Not many, if any, yeah. none. And so it was great, okay, great. Once again, if you measure it, it will improve. So first step is measure it. Done. 
How do we measure it? Time we pay people versus time we can build them for. Amount of money that we can extract from one billable resource versus the amount that we do. Whichever way you want to go about it, go about it that way. But first step, measure it. I had a great conversation yesterday with one of our uh, roofers down in Melbourne. I think, a uh, bit of surprise, he is on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Yep. Uh, but he said to me, Mitch, efficiency is one of the issues that we currently have is, you know, we've got the brand new big warehouse and the guys come in and they don't know where everything is. And I said, oh, well, why don't you have labelling on the racks? He said, oh, we don't have racks. I said, simple solution, <laughs> get, get racks. <laughs> Yep. Get shelving, get racks. He's like, man, that's so simple. <laughs> yep. Do you know what I mean? Like we start reverse engineering things to find the simplest solution to solve the hurdle that's in front of us. Yep. We don't overcomplicate it. Last one that we did on that call was lifestyle. Okay. I had them write down one thing, one small thing that they want. What's one small thing that you want? In lifestyle? In lifestyle. And it was perfect. I said this in the last podcast because Jamin was in that call. Yep. Jamin wanted to finish at four, moving forward. We were in the call. It was 7 p.m. in uh, New South Wales. It was 3 p.m. in WA, and Jamin was finished at yep. the end of that call. <laughs> he was finished. He was at home rotating his chicken, and he was doing exactly that. Yep. And I used him as an example. I said, everyone right now, tell me, what is one small thing that you could have in your life right now that would make an impact, that would make a change, that would make you happy? They all wrote it down. I said, great, do it. And so, well, this is the thing. They looked at it and they went, well, I can do that because we're talking about the small thing. We're not talking about the most complex problem. We're not talking about the stuff that is the hard. And this is almost the opposite of your swallow the frog, isn't it? Uh, Eat the frog. Eat the frog? (laughs) Yes and no. Mm -hmm. Yes, 100%. It's not, it's the start your day with the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. But... For me, if you're making changes, I'm a huge fan of small steps yep. often. Yep. Take the smallest possible step as many times as possible. Because that it's basically atomic habits, right? Mm. You find the path of least resistance. Mm. So I had some clients I had to catch up on a lot of invoices. Or a lot of, I need to actually take a photo of all my receipts and attach them. Like, Bookkeeping chores, admin things. I said, okay, every, t- every time you walk past that pile, take one photo, put the receipt into a different tray. It's just one. That's not hard. Mm. That's not going to take you long. And then they're all on your phone. Um, do three invoices. Build in one system a week. Build one system a week. Do a very small step, but do it. And, and the step has to be that small that you can do it over and over and over again. So it's not you don't perceive it as being too hard. So if you want to get fit and you haven't um, exercised in years, you might just start with one push-up. So you just start doing one push-up a day and then you'll find I'm already down there, I might as well do two or three. Mm. And all of a sudden you're doing ten. You know, it's just like start with... Putting your shoes on is the hardest step. That's what he says, isn't it? Yeah, And, and it's the whole thing about, okay, start with... The smallest thing first, it's going to make a huge difference. And trick yourself a little bit. You don't have to do something with, okay, I need to build the, the whole system for everything this week. Just, like, just say, okay, I'm going to work 15 minutes on this project and then I'm going to do my other stuff. You're going to have 15 minutes work done that yeah. you wouldn't have done otherwise. 
look, with the health and fitness background, the amount of times people would come to you and they'd be like, hey, I need to, you know, I want to get healthy. I want to get fit. I want to do this. And be like, cool, like, why don't you just go and join the gym? Oh, I need help coming up with, like, a a program. I'm like, okay, well, here's one. Like, Mm. just jumped on Google. There's one. Oh, nah, like, I I want more. I want, it needs to be, I'm like, you just want to get healthy and fit, right? Yeah, well, then just do this. And that will be doing more than you currently do. And you will get fitter and healthier than you currently are. And then when you're at the next level, you can start worrying about the next step. Focus on the step in front of you. Focus on the easiest solution to the current problem that you have. And if that opens up more problems, then just solve the next problem. I just recently read um, a blog post by Tim Ferriss. He was talking about how you, especially when it comes to fitness or anything like Mm -hmm. that, you need that moment in life that changes everything for you where you're like, I want to make changes James now. Carson talked about this when yes, he was he with did. us on the podcast. But the, the one thing, I actually think you do not need to start with, I'm just going to wait for my moment mm. because you can actually create that for yourself in your yeah. head and like come up with something like, okay, why do I want to achieve this? But the second part of this whole thing, the whole idea was, Track what you're doing. Just start by measuring it. So if you, uh, if we're talking about sales or admin or building projects, just write down how much time you spend on it. And if you're looking at fitness goals, is okay, just track on how often you're going to the gym and like maybe have a little bit of an idea of what you're eating. Mm. But just start by measuring it because then your focus goes there. So if you're starting to look at your numbers in business, and you're measuring your profit margins, all of a sudden your intention will go there and you'll automatically try and improve it. Yep. And you don't have to double it, just grow it by a percent mm. or half a percent. Just make small improvements over time and they will add up massively at the end of the year. I'll tell you who's really good at this and actually you're going to tell me. Is it Hoyle Electrical? Hoyle? Yeah. Is that what it is? Hoyle, I think. Hoyle? Hoyle? Hoyle Electrical down in Adelaide. Um, I love the way in which he looks at lead gen. Mm -hmm. So the way in which we've structured out his lead gen, because he's a massive fitness fitness, fitness junkie. I'm not going to say that. He's not a junkie, but he loves his fitness. He does. Yep, okay. And so the way in which he looks at it is it's the same as reps. Yeah, 100%. The way in which he structures his lead gen is this month I am going to do 500 flyer drops. I'm going to do 250 cold outreach calls. I'm going to do... 100 email outreach. I'm going to do 150 DMs. I'm going to do 15 meetings. I'm going to do... And he literally, each time he does one, he just adds a number so that he can see I've got 500, I've done 210, I've got a gap of 190 left to do. And it literally becomes this, if I want to achieve the goal, that was right. <laughs> so I thought you said 500. I think I did, didn't I? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't fine. right. You get, got, it. you get the point. I got, I got but ultimately it. it shows that he is on the path and as long as he keeps moving himself forward, he knows what he's got to get done by the end of the month. Yeah. It's like, okay, to get to my total, I'm going to do 10 sets of five reps, like X amount of days, and you're going to go get to your total. I remember... Make it easy. Yeah. I remember in my first business it was, okay, I want to make a million dollars. Okay, great. Based off what I'm selling in my average customer basket, yep, and knowing that my customers return on average three times, then it is going to take me X amount of sales. At this point in time, it takes me X amount of leads to get X amount of sales. And then all I knew was, great, I just need to get more leads. 
Like it becomes so simple when you start to simplify business as opposed to overcomplicate it. Strip back. Strip it back. Nonsense. I like it. Strip it back. I like that. All right. So as I said, challenge for all of you. What I want you to do is I want you to think about it. What is one small challenge I'm currently faced with in leads? What is currently one small challenge I'm faced with in my current sales process, in my current team? And you might just be you. Maybe that's the problem. Yep, in my current administrational space, in my current efficiencies, resource allocation, and in my current lifestyle. Write them down and then simply solve them in the simplest possible way. And if you need help, reach out. I find that really good. I mm. love it. It's just keep, let's keep it simple. I'm going to go and write down my challenges now. I look forward to seeing them. I'll write mine. Let's do right. it. Awesome. Until Thanks. next time. Bye.